Why Watch That is a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome Welcome to to Why Watch Watch That. The Why Watch That Talk. Critic, it's hard to believe <laughs> that we've been on air as This is like a horror movie. <laughs> I was jumped out of my seat. <laughs> um, it's hard to believe that we've been doing this and have been Why Watch That for so many years, almost six years, or it's six years. That we're finally doing our first annual Why Watch That Movie Awards! Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Yay! It's, we, always, we always talk about the movies and performances that we've enjoyed for the year, but we've never done this official campaign mm. where we talk about some of the performances and movies and give them a Why Watch That Award. A stamp of of approval, and this year is our first one of many. Are you excited? I am, and you know, people got to vote for stuff on yes. our website. I know. I wonder if I can get in the prizes and win it. I need. No, to- look at you. You sound like me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you all heard, or if you haven't, hopefully you can go listen to it before you listen to this. Um, we did something different. We went through and on air decided these lists that we have, and you heard us go back and forth to get to the bottom of it, talk about performances and films that we enjoyed, and we came up with these nominations. Well, today we're gonna tell you who the winners are. Oh, oh, oh. yes, and it came with great debate because. It's not like I'm giving my award and you're giving your award. We're giving an award as why watch that, which means if we didn't agree, we had to find a way to agree. Mm-hmm. And so we'll start it in the fashion of the Oscars because that's happening. Um, wh- what date is that? It's on the 9th of February. The 9th of February on Sunday. Big night. Do we know who the host is? Is there a host? Hostless. Oh, I don't like the hostless ones. Why don't we just get a host? Get a host. Um, and we'll be watching that and we'll give you our take on that as well. But for our awards, let's start off with the best supporting actress. Mm. Now, this was the best supporting actor had a much tougher situation going on but the best supporting we went back and forth listeners as to who we should award this i mean we we it never gets really heated around here but it was definitely like well what about this oh yeah well what about this oh yeah and we had to come up with a conclusion but first let's talk about who the nominees are we have kathy bates in richard jewel outstanding performance outstanding especially Mm. that press Oh, breaks your heart. Annette Benning in The Report, which we got a chance to see that at Sundance, and she plays Diane Fire. Well, (laughs) I actually want Annette Benning in the actual uh, trials right now. (laughs) (laughs) 
to play Diane Fairstein. Um, Laura Dern in Marriage Story. That's Netflix Noah Baumbach movie. Renee Elise Goldsberry in Waves, which she's not really getting. She wasn't nominated at all. I think Kathy Bates was nominated. The Academy nominated her. Um, um, yes, she is nominated. Laura Dern's nominated, if I'm not yes, mistaken. That's correct. And that's the only from two. our list. Mm-hmm. Yes. But Renee Elise Goldsberry from Waves was nominated. You were so taken by her performance, especially a moment. That's what it's. It's one scene. Yeah. It's, and it's a, a it's a pivotal scene in the movie that if you're not... It, you almost have to be an actor to get it, to get just how difficult it is to be that raw from nothing. Like, yeah. nothing. Oh, and the voice. Like, that's the thing that's lost in film acting. The use of voice is she's a stage actor. So, yeah. you know, I, I'm glad that she's on our list. That's excellent. And then we're going to wrap up the uh, supporting actress in highlighting Divine Joy Randolph, who was in Total Might Is My Name. Now, she actually got buzz from this. And from that buzz, they started creating posters with her on it because they didn't have her on it before. So did an amazing job there. But our winner goes to... Laura Dern for Marriage Story. Yes. It was difficult. We really were thinking about Kathy Bates as well. It came down to this, and this is what we talked about. If you think of Marriage Story as a script, as you've said, Ref, you're a writer, you understand what Noah was doing here. The ums, the uhs are in the script. Yes. So how can you say that as an actor and make it sound like it's your own? Laura Dern is amazing at that. You can't even hear it. She had every beat change. She had every um, uh, in place. She brought herself to the role. Uh, So that trick of it to make it disappear because somebody else in that movie, Scarlett Johansson, did not. And yes, is she nominated? Should she be nominated in the Oscars? I'm not in the Academy. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I did enjoy particularly all of Laura Dern's scenes especially with her and Rhea Liotta oh. in the courtroom. Mm. <laughs> Look, even when she sees him coming down that hall. She's looking at Scarlett Johansson like, oh, this is different now. I thought it was yeah. going to be easy. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. So congratulations, Laura Dern. We at Why Watch That say we, out, we in an outstanding way we enjoyed your performance as well as all of the ladies on this list. Yes. Let's move on. So, Best Supporting Actors up next. <laughs> this was the hardest of all the games. It was so... I'm still, like, a bit shaken. <laughs> <laughs> but here are the nominees. We have Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Yes, he plays Mr. Rogers, which oh. you well know. Okay? We also have Anthony Hopkins for the two popes and you were saying ref that really he should be the leading actor here he really should we know why they split them up we don't want to you know as a company we wouldn't want to pin two actors two sirs against one another (laughs) Uh, so let's give you know the one who didn't have the flashbacks but i will have to say the one who had the most change 
of heart and the arc that was most complete is Anthony Hopkins. He really should have been in the uh, leading actor category. My mm. outstanding performance. Jonathan Majors for the last black man in San Francisco. Nobody's really. I mean, I think Image, you know, NAACP yeah. is acknowledging it. Um, one man show. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> if you've seen the movie, you know exactly what we're talking about. If you haven't, you might be going, "What exactly?" It's on Amazon Prime. You can watch it there. Mm. And just in that movie, we, you talked about the director and all of that. If you're watching that. Watch the moment on the bus when somebody is spotted. That's okay. all I gotta say. Like there are some moments in that movie and some other ones. Now, Al Pacino in The Irishman. Yeah. And Joe Pesci in The Irishman. Oh, ouch. So if we're comparing ourselves to the Academy, it looks the only difference is we have Jonathan instead of Brad Pitt for <laughs> Once Upon a Time. Who's cleaning up? He's cleaning up. I Sad love Brad well. Pitt. That's what I'll say. I, I love Brad Pitt better in Ad Astra. Where was he there? Mm, well, then he'd have to be lead actor, and you know how that goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, The winner, who is it, Ref? Oh, my goodness. Joe Pesci. This was so hard. <laughs> to be honest, the only one that we really didn't consider was Al in The Irishman because of the competition the 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 yeah. the rest of, of these actors here we look if you got it a truck brought it to you okay look don't get me started because uh, well we'll talk about this later so love al love what he did in this movie it's just the other roles and acting together People was so compelling category it was hard mm. <sighs> now but it was really that and Anthony Hopkins, really, yeah, wasn't it? I, that's what I was going to say. We, it, we were toggling back and forth because both of these men have a huge body of work. We've seen so many different kinds of characters from them. Some that worked and, well, Joe Pesci, most of them worked. But Anthony Hopkins, sometimes <laughs> like, well, I don't know. What's, he's mm. like, I'm not doing an accent. Forget it. So, <laughs> but Joe Pesci in particular we've not really seen this kind of Joe Pesci. Now, if you're going to put Joe Pesci in a mob role, you expect him to deliver in certain explosive scenes. Uh-uh. No. Not so in The Irishman. Mm. Everything was about a look. Mm. The slight inflection of a voice. Mm. And if you talk about best supporting mm. actor, the whole time... Robert De Niro is, is trying to convince and he's like, no, you've you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Tell him it is, I'll never forget that. It, it is what it is. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Woo! And just him sitting next to Harvey Keitel in that scene with that great exchange between De Niro and Keitel <laughs> when, when, when Harvey Keitel was like, do you know who else owns it? No, who, who does? I do. Oh, you do? Who is it? No, I do. I own it. Like that whole scene. <laughs> look, just look at Joe Pesci. And if you, you, this is the kind of movie, if you really want to catch it, you have to watch it again. You really do. Yeah. No, I agree wholeheartedly. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Yeah. Let's move on to the best screenplay. Now, we did something different at Why Watch. Oh, so congratulations, Joe Pesci. Yes. We say congratulations to you and to all of the um, folks. 
in this category. Let's move on to best screenplay. Now, we did something different, which actually we didn't realize until we were deciding (laughs) the winner. We did not separate from adapted from, you know, original screenplay. Mm. We decided to mesh it all into screenplay. And I love words. I love the written word. I love the, the connecting of the words. And, and you know what? I read some of these scripts. I do. Mm-hmm. Go on. You can read them and, and see, oh, wow, that's interesting. Yeah. So for if this you want, show, by the way, on, on that point, if you go to deadline.com, uh, they, they link to the scripts. So it's an easy place to go and find them. See, there you go. Noah Baumbach for Marriage Story. We had to acknowledge that because, again, as you earlier alluded, he is not just giving the plot to drive and they just sort of improvise. He says, these are my words. You must say them all the way I wrote them. So when you're watching the argument scene between Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson or if you're watching... Uh, the the ping pong that goes back between Laura Dern and Ray Liotta, all of those words are on the page. They're on the page. Mm. So he is nominated for Marriage Story. Bong Joon-ho and Han Jin-wan are nominated for Parasite. Now, even though the critic and I did not, were not overtaken with the Parasite, it still was probably pretty amazing to read. <laughs> Look, so, the first hour. <laughs> the first hour. I defy somebody to explain to me how the second hour comes out of the first hour in this movie. Yes. Someone explain it. How in the world did that happen? <sighs> Well, he took a leap, and he, they they both took a leap. They both took a risk, and we want to acknowledge them for that. Yes. Greta Gerwig also adapted. Now, this is adapted. Little Women, and we all know the book. We probably, most of us have read it. We've seen, you know, many iterations of it. But she took a twist and a turn with it, especially going back and forth with the flashbacks and the flash forwards and things of that nature. Greta, girl, you are holding it down. Mm-hmm. Anthony McCartan for The Two Popes. Mm. Now, if you don't know anything about this, Anthony McCartan, what you see in The Two Popes is not something that the popes have come out and said, okay, this was our conversation. What he did was he, he, he instead took all of their speeches, all of their philosophies, each of them, both of them, all of the reporting at the time and the stances of the church to come up with these this intense conversation between Mm -hmm. two unlikely folks who become fast friends Mm -hmm. so that's that and then steve zalian steven zalian listen we all know he can write Mm -hmm. and with the irishman he adapted it from a book called so you paint so i heard you paint houses Mm -hmm. and that was a three-hour masterpiece, Stephen. Mm. I mean, holy moly. To not only, as you were saying when we were recording, or uh, when we were uh, preparing for this, not only is he giving you this amazing story, but he's knowing when to show what, how to show it, when to reveal, what point goes next, keeping our interest for three hours and a half hours. Can you imagine how long that script is? I mean, it's a structural marvel, actually. It is. So the winner is. Well, Anthony McCartan for the two popes. Wow. Oh. 
Can I say something though about this? Please, please, please. I think the two popes has two things that are getting in its way. It's on Netflix is number one. Number two. Wait, why? Because the industry is still side-eyeing Netflix. Yes. Remember, these are people, many of the voting bodies are lovers of cinema. We want to go to the theater. Yeah, and, but the Irishman Netflix, marriage story. Same problem. So um, while they may be nominating, I doubt they will win. Oh. Just look at all of the Guild Awards. Look at what's happening. Yeah. They're being shut out. Yeah. And I think it's still the Netflix hate because let's put it in with the brass tax. Let's get down the brass tax here. This is people's yeah. livelihoods. Okay. Yeah. Netflix is saying stay at home. Right. Okay. Now, what do you, do you have something else that you No, you, you're going to announce the winner. You said it. You, you, yeah. Yeah. yeah congratulations. It was hard for us. It was hard. It, it was difficult. Uh, the Irishman. Wow. <laughs> also marriage story. Yeah. You know? I mean, this is a tough category. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And parasite, no hate. I love the first hour. Um, now best director. Uh Oh, Oh. nominees <laughs> uh, Greta Gerwig for Little Women we at least nominated two women come on and they deserve to be there three. Oh, three. that's right yeah because they deserve to be there in our opinion okay like in The Good Wife <laughs> now <laughs> so Greta Gerwig for Little Women I mean Greta Gerwig has such uh, a strong sense a place. She's confident. Just from the beginning. I mean, whatever. Okay. She's Marielle, yeah, Marielle Heller for a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yes. Me, if 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 I'm saying I would vote for her, if oh that was she was very her taste mm. was superb. Taste in music, taste in sound, taste in cast, taste in pacing, deliberate pacing. Yeah. The interruption of a movie to take the time to stop. Who yeah. does that? Mm. Oh, and it, because okay. the it is a it is all about Mr. Rogers without being about Mr. Rogers. Yes. That's what y'all don't understand. Okay, so that's the thing. And I watched it again. So did I. Yeah. And watching it again with my family, they were taken with it as well. Yeah. And I saw it. it it's just, it, it, it's it hurts to watch it, actually. Because it is a movie about pain, and they nailed yeah. that. It and, hurts. And, I still... And what to do with it. Like, what, that's yes. the point of Mr. Rogers, that he didn't shy away from pain. Oh. What a brilliant choice. What yes. a brilliant book. I, I am, it's one of my favorite movies of the year. Hands. Mm. Sam Mendes for 1917. <laughs> Whoa. Logan. Sam Mendes for 1917. You haven't seen anything like that. I love Sam's work. I love his aesthetic. I, I, I loved what he did as a director in this movie. I just have one problem with it. I know um, that middle. I know, I know. And I'm not alone. I've talked to others without saying a word about this movie and same reaction. Um, But still, 1917 is really good. Martin Scorsese for The Irishman. And Lulu Wong for The Farewell. 
I watched The Farewell again. And it's a great first time watch. Ah. The second time, once you know it, it does lose a bit of its power, I have to say, because you know I've been a big champion of this movie. Yeah, you have. Now, it's still probably my top five, but probably five or maybe six. Gotcha. You see, instead of two. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's my thing. It was good, Ref, and I know you did this as well, watching some of this stuff more than once. Yes, yes. But we had yes. to come up with... A winner. And who was that? I mean, come on. Martin Scorsese for The Irishman. He's gotten very little love mm. for this, meaning it really is is a, Quint- a Tarantino year, it seems to be. Who's not nominated by us. Who's not nominated by us. And Mendez took it away for Golden Globe, but he's also a Golden Globe favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, but for us, Martin Scorsese really anyone who can make a three plus hour movie feel like it's not that yeah who can wrangle between times Mm. technology Mm. pacing yes and deliver an authentic real story even if the characters are larger than life there's something to the core of scorsese's work and i just thought this is some of his most outstanding uh, yeah. work. And it's almost, you know, because I was watching The Godfather recently. It's like, it's more like that than it is like Casino Goodfellas. and Goodfellas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. Now, you know, the Academy did nominate Quentin, as you said. Somebody explain that to me. I t- look, literally, I'm serious when I say this. Explain exactly what in the world was going on and piecing together once upon a time in Hollywood. Explain the choices. Somebody please. Um, but anyway. And you know his uh, Twitter handle and all of that, so you can reach directly out to him. <laughs> Best actor. And he will explain it, so maybe I don't want that answer. I'm sure you will. <laughs> What's next? Uh, Best Actress. So what are the nominees? Tell us. Well, we have Jesse Buckley. Wait, did I? Is it my yes, turn? it's your turn to do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep going. I'll do the actor. Okay, so Jesse Buckley for Wild Rose. Yeah, I know you didn't see it, all y'all. But if you have a chance, it's a great movie to watch at home. It really is. I watched it again with my I family. Watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a, she's a really amazing singer. She is. Yes. Cynthia Erivo in Harry. Oh, outstanding. Quiet strength. Yeah. Charlize Theron for Bombshell. Solid. And by the way, everybody, I have seen Bombshell now. I have seen Jojo Rabbit. I have seen Knives Out. I have. Charlize Theron for Bombshell as Megan Kelly. Alfre Woodard in Clemency. Yeah, we know you haven't seen it. No, you haven't. But, you know, the Image Awards are recognizing that role. Holy moly. Alfre Woodard. Okay, period. And then Renee Zellweger for Judy. Who's been stealing all the awards. But is that rightfully so, according to us? Well, tell us, Ref, who wins Best Actress? It actually is. We actually agree with everybody. (laughs) Renee Zellweger. (laughs) She really is the reason to watch Judy. Now, 
nothing, you know, no shade, but without Renee Zellweger, <laughs> I don't know if I would have enjoyed Judy as yeah. much. To me, this is her best work, mm. period. Mm-hmm. To me, this is Renee Zellweger's best work. But you know how I feel about the singing. I do know how you feel about the singing. By the way, on that count, Showtime does have a documentary on Judy Garland that's available now. And it does go into her later years. So there you go. There you go. Well, let's move on to the best actor, which we said is Robert De Niro, the Irishman. Mm. Taron Edgerton for Rocket Man. Paul Walter Hauser for Richard Jewell, which is not getting a lot of love. No. Joaquin Phoenix, of course, for Joker. Mm. And Jonathan Price with Two Popes, all of which... To you, there was a clear winner. To me, there wasn't. But mm-hmm. who do we go with? Joaquin Phoenix and Joker. So another big favorite like Renee uh, for acting. Sweeping, sweeping. Sweeping. Both sweeping. Both, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I, I will never forget this, ever. And I mean specific. I've seen Joker once. I will never forget specific moments, like numerous ones. That was all Joaquin. Um, you love his dancing. <laughs> just, I, even now I get the chills. But th- what I would suggest to everybody is this, for an example. And this is not what you're going to be thinking about if you've seen it. The scene, the final scene he has with the social worker. Oh. Explains it all. He says to her, I told you. I've been telling you. Ah, now there was some contention here. We had Jonathan Price in the running as well, who's just beautiful. Just beautiful languages. (laughs) Just this whole category is really strong. Okay, I do want to talk. I'm not going to talk about where we toggled. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about someone who's not being talked about, and that's Paul Walter Hauser. Mm-hmm. Paul Walter Hauser kind of is the comic relief. He was in I, Tanya. You've seen him sort of, you know, just, you know, do tidbit kind of supporting roles, but well. Yeah. But in this role, what starts off to be kind of this, you think, oh, is this guy special? I can yeah. see dopey or whatever there is this scene Mm. where you see him go through everything and he sort of put this foot down and then afterwards gets a result of you know you can read it but i won't ruin it gets a result of finally taking control of his life and he's sitting in a diner across from his lawyer now that scene i won't forget yeah it it was it was like I felt a release when that happened. Yeah. So I just wanted to highlight something where nobody's talking about. I mean, we'll be talking yeah. about Joaquin Phoenix for years and years and yes. years. And, and Jonathan and Price. Academy, and, yeah, and you know, the Academy nominated Joaquin and Jonathan Price. They didn't nominate De, De Niro, Taron Edgerton, or Paul Walter Hauser. No, they went with... Uh, they went with Antonio Banderas and Pain and Glory. Now look, Pain and Glory, you can listen to my review of that. Yeah. Oh, I that.com. I, you know, I love Antonio Banderas. The movie was fine to me, but I think that if a lot of people watch it, they'll go, hmm, <laughs> with that nomination. Not that it was bad work. It's just, okay, this is something else going on. Uh, DiCaprio and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Now, look, okay, let, can we talk about this for a second? <laughs> Leo DiCaprio in this movie 
And so, generating you- so much great stuff. I get it. I, the, the one major sequence, it's not even a scene, sequence, when he's filming the Western, then he messes up his line, he gets upset with himself, goes into the trailer. That's the movie. <laughs> Quentin. That's the movie. That is it. And that's my problem. It was all over the place to mess the movie. That is the movie. All you had to do was focus on him and go. Just He almost go. made our list, but you hadn't seen it yet. But yeah. he almost made our list. And the thing about it is, Leo, even in that kind of movie where we're just sort of like, where are we going? What's going on? You didn't think that with him. You were right. always anchored with him, no matter if he was playing the actor or playing a character or f- having a fit and even torching people. <laughs> it's so good. Like when he it, it, he knocks the mirror in the trailer, keeps shaking. I've seen this movie twice. Okay, so I am sure what I'm talking. We're 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 going with Joaquin Phoenix though for yes, for Joker because you know that is you know one it of is the, uh, it goes down in history. So yeah. Now listen. Okay. This is our best film category. Mm. You've seen all these movies. Mm. I've seen all these movies. Mm. We're going to start with 1917. Mm-hmm. Heart racing for the first hour. I mean, yeah. just like, uh, just shocking. The case. I've never seen, I've never seen a war film like mm. this before. Ever. Those long shots. Yeah. The the not even the, the, the going through the lake. Yes. Where there's I'm not even gonna tell you what's in that lake, but it uh, is disturbing. Getting and to I, the lake. <laughs> Getting to the and then something happens in the movie changes, but okay. Now this is my I will have to say of the five movies, this is my number two movie of the year for me and it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood i know some of you are like what are you kidding yeah it was it was i said it before in my review both of them um we talked about it it was a spiritual experience for me it was the it was one of the bravest movies of 2019 and i say that because of the moment i keep she took her time it slowed it even i just can't go on about it yeah. It was it was definitely number two for me. Mm-hmm. The farewell, oh. strong. Yeah. The Irishman, oh. speechless. What else? Uh, Joker. Yes. Joker you made heard our how list. that got on the list. You heard how it did. It was bargaining. <laughs> Look. I- I won't. I, I can't shake it. So okay, Knives Out. I love that film. <laughs> I just wanted more Christopher Plummer. That was when I was engaged. That whole setup with he and and, and Anna. Hmm. But Daniel Craig. No, oh, come on. Pling. <laughs> uh, and others. I I did enjoy the I cast. I enjoyed Chris Evans a lot. It was just, you know, it was just too long for me, but... It was fun. Knives Out. Little Women. Yeah. Brisk. Okay. Brisk. Marriage Story. Not Brisk. 
<laughs> it depends on the part, right? right. The, the lawyers, the trio of lawyers. Oh, please, <laughs> come on. Adam Driver. Yeah. And the little boy, like that whole thing. I mean, oh, when the old girl thing. comes in to observe. Oh my God. <laughs> it cut, turned into a farce. Uh, just somebody help. Even the singing. The, yeah, yeah. The two Some numbers. One to hold me too close. And no, then the two popes. Oh. Rounding out the list. Yeah. We had strong movies this year. Yeah. And you know, the two popes, I think I didn't say this. I think it, because of what it's about as well, this is a problem for them. I think people can't get over that it's about the popes. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's it, it had a lot. It shouldn't have worked, but it did. Yes. Mm-hmm. It should not have worked. And again, I almost didn't see it at TIFF. You had to be like, you should check it out. I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah. I mean, just because I was like, Jonathan Price and Anthony Hopkins playing two popes. Yeah, but I wasn't going to waste my one of my tickets. You know, I was just like, eh. Yeah, but so. Boy, I'm, glad, I'm glad that. Wow. Yeah, Beautiful Day is two or three for me. You said it was two for you. It's two or three. I, I'm, I'm in agreement. But yeah. that means what's one. Yeah, we had to pick one. And what did we pick? I don't think we hesitated. No. <laughs> it is absolutely clear to me. I'll put it that what way. What is it? The Irishman. Yeah, come on. I've seen it three times. Thrice. Ooh, I've And I will that. watch it again and again I and will again. Too. And it's weird because you think it's almost like Inception for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen Inception so many times. No, you have to explain that because people are going, Inception. No, it's not like that. I I was going to explain. It's like The Departed, meaning once it's on, I think, oh, I just want to see this couple scene. Mm. I have to sit and watch it. And I know I've only seen The Irishman twice. But you know how you're saying how Joker really left an impression on you? Mm -hmm. There's so many impressions (laughs) for me. (laughs) They are! I know. So many moments that I can think about. Mm. But it wasn't like Casino and it wasn't like The Goodfellas. It wasn't like, oh, you you watch this person get beat down or you watch this absurdity. It's thoroughly entertaining from start to top. You've seen it three times. Just tell me where they slipped up. And I mean anybody. I mean the grip. Tell me where somebody slipped up. Tell me the moment we didn't need. Like the more you watch it, it, it really it, it unfolds the movie. So if you've only if you haven't seen it, obviously we say watch it. If you've only seen it once and you liked it, watch it again. The only and, not mm-hmm. that I have is the CGI. Well, yeah, but you know not CGI, but the um the yeah the whole de aging. Yeah. Uh, to me. To me, it works in spots. And the 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 thing watching that is, I kind of said it in my review, you can see it on Robert De Niro the most. And there's a lot of him. But sometimes in other sections, it's harder to see. Also, I think there's a difference between seeing it on your TV than seeing it in a theater. Well, see, I saw it both places. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, no, I, I get that. However, um, just for me, I, it, it, here's my point. Um, I didn't care. Like I noticed it, yeah, 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 yeah. but it was just like so. And which is 
a feat. Yeah. Because I will go, what is that? What are you doing? That looks terrible. So, well, I mean, the Irishman is the winner. I mean, all of these nominees, everyone we've nominated, uh, just our hats off to you. Um, What an interesting, strange, unexpected year in film, Ref. It's awesome. 2019 delivered some of the most powerful moments, both on the big screen and moments that you can have at home. Netflix is really taking this to a different place when it comes to cinema. But we just wanted to take an opportunity to congratulate all, everyone, like you said, from the person in front of the screen to the grip of just being able to take us through these different worlds to be in the shoes of different people that we would never have imagined to experience new things. Our world is crazy enough, but it's nice to escape in a movie every now and then. And why watch that? We say congratulations to the movies of 2019. Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea, and we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.